All right. We have Sharon Kitzman with Dominion Dealer DMS, and she is the president. This is Amplify, a retail automotive podcast brought to you by Reuters Events and DeSoto. It's time to make the most innovative voices in retail automotive louder. I decided to, uh, you know, everyone always just kind of throws titles around like the you president in a good of way. Dominion DMS. I was like, no, she is the, the president. president. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us here at the Amplify podcast. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. You guys are right. You know, positioned nicely inside the door. Exactly. Easy. Yeah, we got to be right here. There's the thing about this position I like and I don't like. I like that it's by the door, <laughs> but I also have eye contact with the door, which is a bad place for me to be because like, I try to keep my head turned this way. You get to look at the lights. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, okay, so uh, let's get into it because uh, when I think most people, when they hear the three letters DMS in the world, it's like, it's like people hear dealers and then they're like oh, dealerships and then they're like DMS and they're like, OK, here we go. Right. That's just kind of the mode around it. Um, and Dominion, even though not one of the largest, you've been around for a little bit of time. Right. Talk to us about the history of the company a little bit and, and, and where Dominion positions itself in the market. Absolutely. So um, we have been around for a little while. Um, there was um, a company that preceded Dominion DMS by the name of ACS or Automotive Computer Systems. And um, they were in the market for about 15 years. Uh, Dominion acquired them about eight years ago um, and um, decided to, as a lot of companies do when they acquire, pump, pump some money into um, the effort. And um, as we sit right now, we're about two and a half years into uh, the launch of a brand new Microsoft-based cloud-native solution. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So the big question, I think, around DMSs right now is there is so much data in DMS, customer records, service records, sales records, financial type records. There's so much data in there that right now when data is becoming and is the currency is so important to understand, see, even get out of the DMS to be able to utilize. What are you seeing in this like very new, oh, the DMS is way more important than we maybe ever even thought that it was just from an accounting side of things. What are you seeing in like the new interaction with the DMS right now? Yeah, so you probably didn't know that the D stands for data. In right, uh, it does, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, um, uh, but uh, it, it almost should because um, yeah. the dealers really do rely on us not only to manage the data for them but to keep it safe and secure right. and to only share it with people that they want it shared with. Yes. Um, we believe, as I think most do in the industry, that the data is the dealer's data. They, they're the ones that put a lot of work and, and effort into making sure uh, that it's entered into the system accurately and fairly, and they put a lot of advertising dollars into getting that data in, in the first place. Sure. Um, I, I see um, trends in the industry, though, where there's data feeds um, accessed uh, by the DMS on behalf of the dealer that they haven't even thought about yet. Um, in my session earlier today, we talked about logistics data, which is not normally part of the automotive industry, right? Would you like to know um, shipments that are coming to your dealership? AI and their ability to utilize um, solutions that are not traditionally automotive-based solutions. I have to pause you right there. Data. 
Yes. Because you just said AI like it's just it's the thing and everyone's talking about it and everyone means something different about it. So when you say AI, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, we, again, we talked about it earlier today, so I guess I'm just throwing it out there like you and I have already had this conversation and I should stop and explain <laughs> it a little bit. Um, That's my job here. Okay. Just to be Excellent. the lowest common denominator Excellent. in the tech and data. Right. I, I, I represent every man. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. So, so um, unique, I think, to our platform is we're a very open ecosystem platform. Um, we encourage our dealers to go out and find the best solution for their dealership in all components. And on average, dealers have about 16 unique software solutions in their dealership. So um, if you just think about maybe the touch points in buying a car, um, data could go from a, a website to a CRM system to a desking system, then maybe to an F&I menu system before it comes into the DMS in F&I. One application of AI might be to analyze that workflow as a DMS provider because we got touches along the entire path um, by salesperson, by sales manager, by F&I manager, by store across an enterprise and say, here's where your process is efficient because it took X number of minutes for that process to happen. Here's another place where it, it was not. And here's some opportunities where we could pop AI into the process and help drive efficiency along. I think it's a new look because historically, the DMS was just a holding place, right? It just kind of said, here's all of the things. The accounting system. Right, it was the accounting system. It was the last barrier, and it just kind of held things. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is, no, because we have all of this, it can actually be a living, breathing, moving part of the organization right. that can integrate and map to all of these other things that you're doing, whether it be process building or technology mapping. Yeah. Right? Insights. Insights yeah. into your business on a daily basis based on data that should drive more profit for you uh, more sales or more efficiency, as you just mentioned. Yeah, now one of the things that I think here at the Reuters event is is a conversation that's been constant already, just what, a little over a half day in, has been that keeping the consumer at the center of every discussion is extremely important. How do you see that data efficiency, insights, and, and, and everything that, the, that a DMS, which historically has just been kind of a storage place, how do you see that mapping to consumer experience? So. I'm not only in the automotive industry, I also drive a car. So I happen, there you go. happen to be a consumer, which is um, unique, I know. It's like I'm not uh, only the president, so I'm also a client. so weird for that to happen, right? If you, know, yeah. if you know that saying, do you know if I'm, I'm not only the president, I'm also a client? No, I don't know do you, that. Do you remember that? I, I do. It, yes. it was hair club for yeah. men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, yes. I could join that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to tell, you know, with yes, the I know, beards right? and yes. the hats and everything. But um, so I, I, you know, have some experiences that, quite frankly, were not great. Right, of as a consumer being told something by my car that was required for repair, going online and entering a whole bunch of data into one solution and then showing up at a dealership with that appointment and quite frankly the service advisor asking me that data all over again. Mm. So I think there's a ton of opportunity yet in this industry to continue to put the consumer at the center and do better by our consumers who are taking the time to embrace the technology and the automation and want that experience of not being asked that question three times through the process. What's the biggest barrier to, to getting to like a really, really full realization of that type of customer journey? 
I think better integration amongst all those piece parts. We talked about it in the sales cycle, but it exists in the service side that yeah. I just gave you an example of as well. Making an appointment on the website, going into the dealership, and also the telematics coming out of the vehicle and all converging and, and making sure that that convergence is, is ripe <laughs> with all the data that was available from those three different touch points so that the consumer isn't caught in the middle. Yeah. Five years from now, Things are moving quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, mm-hmm. five years from now, what do you? What is the most ideal situation you think we can be in, from a data standpoint? <sighs> and I know it's five years, right? So it's not a lot. <clears throat> it's not like ten, right? Ten, you can mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. lob it over the over the horizon and paint this ideal picture. Five yeah. years is going to come fast, right? But there's still some time to get some things done. What do you think it'll look like, in, or should look like in five years? Well, um, I, I gave some stats earlier in my presentation about. Over 3 million emails being sent every second right now as we sit here today. That's <laughs> like, unbelievable. Every, wait, and did you say every, every second. second? I thought you said every day, and then I heard the second. And, and this like isn't, I'm sorry, this brain. isn't automotive specific. This is globally, right? Just, right. you know. And that, and that 60, <laughs> 67% of them are spam. So <laughs> what, uh, what I would like. I believe that if you look at my I, inbox. What I would right. like to see in five years is is data being used in a way so it's not spam, so that everything that comes into my inbox is not treated by me as a spam mail, that, but that I can actually trust <laughs> that I signed up to, to be the recipient of this data, and now I'm receiving this data in a format that is meaningful to me that I can go and use, and that I'm not just in a blanket statement saying, click all to delete and deleting them, that I'm, I'm getting the I've never done that. <laughs> See, I, I know people that have clicked all to delete, and they seem very liberated by that. <laughs> <laughs> I just have How? to still kind of like pick. Even go in, through even it in all. Gmail, where you have like the promotions tab, and you know, I don't use Gmail, so uh, maybe it might not even make yeah. it into my inbox. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Gmail might have done its job well. Well, and and like the thing is, is that's it's like a common universal problem, and that's why so much of communication is just disregarded you know and and it's tough because some of that communication is desired it's wanted like you think about you just (laughs) we got if you're not watching you're just listening we got a little bit of an eye roll Uh, on that that might be our first eye roll of the day no but there is some you know like you Uh, reach out to a dealer right yeah you schedule an appointment to test drive or to service your car and it's like at the same time you got the confirmation email you also got 33 spam emails yes yes and now you have to fight through all of that to get to what you actually need and want and mm-hmm. that can serve you as a customer. So the, the eye roll was about my 80-year-old mom who reads every single one of those. Oh. And uh, at least she's not printing them out. She's afraid. <laughs> mm, maybe. We she's, don't need to print afraid, the internet. Right. She's afraid they're important. She's right. a, you know, and, and she That's gets, fair, though, right? She gets caught by the, the scammers. The scammers. Yeah. Scammers. Yeah. And I'm wow. like, scam. Mom, scam. Yep. But the Niger- <laughs> the Nigerian prince seems so sweet. <laughs> so sweet. Even though he's holding me hostage and <laughs> has, has used AI to replicate my voice. And, oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, wow. uh, Let's not yeah. end on that. Yeah. Let's yeah. Really end on. No, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> as, as you're working with dealers and, and obviously in this puzzle of data and, and connectivity, you know, there are multiple partners at play and you kind of sit somewhat at the center of that. But what are you encouraging dealers with to make this future of 
data efficiency and customer journey efficiency possible? Like, how are you encouraging your dealers to do that? I'm encouraging them to, uh, as I think I said earlier, on average, they have 16 solution providers in their dealership. I'm encouraging them to push those 16 different solution providers um, to ensure that the data is, is, is being secured correctly, um, to understand where each of those solution providers are on their life cycle of their products and whether they're continuing to invest in them to make sure that they're leveraging that data correctly and um, to push them to integrate to their DMS as tightly as they possibly could so that they drive efficiency into the process and eliminate a lot of the duplicate entry yeah. um, that their, uh, their team members need to do, unfortunately. Well, Sharon, it was really a pleasure to have you on the show today. Here comes that yes. cool music. Thank you so much for giving us some of your time today. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks for listening to the Amplify podcast brought to you by Reuters Events and Asotu. For more engaging episodes like this, subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform. You can learn more about our hosts, Paul J. Daly and Cal Mountsier by visiting asotu.com.